The Sikha that we're learning today is in Chelik of Aleph, the third Sikha in Parshas Truma, where the Rebbe discusses the Gvim of the Menorah, the goblets, and also the shape of the Menorah structure, a very interesting Sikha, a very important Sikha. Let's study the inside. I'm going to read in Yiddish and translate including the orders. The Sikha begins when the Tzivui from the Gvim from the Menorah in regarding to the Tzivui, the commandment which is given to the Gvim, the goblets of the Menorah, as we know the Menorah had Gvim, had goblets, that was for decoration purposes. It was Gvim, it was um, also Prochim, it was like flower, and there was uh, so the, the, there was a part of the of the design of the menorah. So regarding the gvim, Zogin Chazal, the Gemara says in Menachos, in the Tzor, it's brought down also in the Brice of Meleches and Mishkan, lema heim doimim. To what are they similar? Those gvim, what do they look like? What was their shape? Zog the Gemara, kemin koisois Alexandrium like Alexandrian cups. This is what they looked like. Is the Rambam Mefaresh Bepirusha Mishnah Yeshaloi. The Rambam who wrote this commentary on the Mishnah, so he writes in his commentary to the Mishnah in Menachas, who deals with the Mishnah says it. What is the shape of Alexandrian cups? As thus meant, a kois, was shulayim shaloi, sorry, it refers to a goblet, with the edge of the cup is narrow. It says the deck, the base, the bottom of the cup is small, is narrow. That's what it looks. Imagine a cup which the bottom is narrow and the top is wider. This is what the Ramam explains is Alexandrian cup. When Azoi Paskan the Ramam La Aloha, Besefer Ayad, when the Kraft the Ilchad Besaphira, when the Ramam discusses their Kalim the different vessels of the Mishkan, says the Rambam, Agvim doimin lekoisos Alexandrium, that the goblet is similar to Alexandrian cups, and he explains, Shepien rochov, they have a wide mouth, meaning the opening of the cup where you pour in or where you drink from is wide, Veshuleyen kotzor, and the base is narrow. This is the way the Rambam explains it. As the Rebbe references in footnote number two, the Drashi in Menoches, Avel Rashi be Menoches, Echem be Pirush alatero Pashoseinu in our Parsha, Pirush boifen Acher. Rashi explains different. Rashi explains in Menoches that it was Arukim Vetzorim. It was long and Narrow, meaning it was a narrow cup, but from the top to the bottom it was narrow, but it was just a long cup. And the same thing with Rashi says, Alatoiro, and on the Pasik, in this week's Parsha, regarding Menorah of Toyos, the Rashi also says, it's like glass cups which are made Arukim Uktsorim, long and narrow. This is the way short means narrow, not short in the way. The Rambam learns in Pirusha Mishnayas or in, in Aloha, which means that actually in the bottom 
it was narrower than the opening. But that's how the Rambam learns, and we are going to discuss the Rambam. Says the Rebbe, Gifintmen in dem adover tomua. We find something very unusual, very strange in regarding to those goblets. Es is faran der tziur von dem Neure, was der Rambam hat metzayer given, beguf ksav yad kotschoi, bepirusha mishnai shaloi. We have actually a illustration, but the Rambam himself drew with his own ksavyad, with his own writing, he made an illustration of the Menorah, which is printed in the Pirusha Mishnayas. Matter of fact, those who have the Kutasichas can see, as the Rebbe points out, that it is printed on page 172 in the Sicha. If you take a look right here, you see the illustration of the Rambam's personal own handwriting. And what is the very unusual concept in this menorah? When Dort is a metzayah digvim in a fakert neufel. The Rambam dear, he, when, he, uh, when he writes, when he, when he, when he describes digvim, the goblets, are written in, a very, in, in an opposite way of the way a goblet is usually stationed. He brings the breitenchelik agavia, which is PM, zum unten von der Menorah. The, the wider part of the goblet, which is basically the mouth, that faces towards the bottom, the base of the Menorah. Und der schmollen Teil, Schuleien, and the narrow part, is facing actually, which is the mouth of the opening of the, of the goblet, is even faces upward. Das heißt, a ziur von a ibergekerten Keuschel Alexandria. The Rambam is actually making a ziur, a painting, of a goblet, an image of a goblet, which is actually the opposite, upside down. You have the cup, you see in the picture, does it have the picture, you see? Here's the the bottom, the base of the menorah is attached to the upper part, right, facing upward, and the opening is facing downwards. This is what the Rambam's illustration is, which obviously is very strange. That's not the way you keep a goblet usually. And then the Rebbe says, Afalpi, as the Rambam alain bavoret, the Rambam himself, he writes, and he, when he writes in his commentary in Pirusha Mishnayis, he says, as with dem tziur vila nor bavaisen kloluso aechoiso. He only wants to give us a general design of the menorah, which is, yedias minyan agevim, to, not, to know the number of the goblet which was in the menorah, mekoimoisom, the placement on the menorah, but the Rambam says that I am not going to give you a specific detailed picture of a Nietzsche teida mimenu tavnis agovia bedigduk. Digduk means exact. The Rambam clearly tells us I'm not here to have you learn from my illustration the exact configuration of the menorah. I'm giving you a general idea, a general picture. So someone may argue and say 
that you can't make any questions on this Rambam's picture. So it was just a general illustration, and therefore the details are perhaps not as important. And as he continues, was the far is a Messiah Digvim in a Tavlish Meshulash, which explains why the goblets are in a triangle shape. Afalpi as a Kois Alexandris is Nidvia Meshulash Mamesh, even though that we understand that the cup, the Alexandrian cup, was not exactly a triangle, right? This is verstandig bepashtus, that's all understood, as the shulaim von akos macht benicht spitzig mamesh. You can't have that the base of the cup should be fully pointed, because in such a case, bal demol ben de kos nit, demol kemen dem kos nit avextel, then you can't even place the cup properly, right? It will never stand if it's fully pointy, right? So it can't be fully pointy. So it's an enormous, sorry, small, small, will be flat, the gabi, the braid from PM, but the Ramam is all in gold, they were just narrow, especially in relatively to the opening, into the wide opening of their mouth, right? But it wasn't mamish pointy. Which basically this emphasizes that the Rambam even though if you look in the in the picture, it does look pointy, right? But the Ramam clearly tells you that it's not pointy. It's a, it's a mishulash, that's like a triangle, but now it can't be obviously a full triangle which is pointed because then how would you, how would you position that cup, right? As the Rebbe also references in footnote 8, he brings the Gemara in Psachim. The Gemara says in Psachim, Shulaim, that basically the, the, the kalim of the dam, the, the cup, the spoons which received the blood, did not have shulaim, they did not have a bottom base because they didn't want the koyanim should let it, um, you know, uh, leave it on the ground or leave it somewhere while they contained the blood. They wanted to make sure that the blood gets quickly over to the mizbeach. So you see that usually everything else needs to have a base, needs to have shulaim. Right? So clearly you can argue and say the Rambam was not maybe so mediac, it wasn't so specific, but that is really not a good answer to this illustration of the Rambam. Why? As the Rebbe says, is the Sabanit King Tam to Metzayerzain Fakert. This is not a reason to go and to draw a picture of the goblets with a fakerte, with an opposite shape. Shulaim lemailo, the base, right? Shulaim lemailo, the base is on top. And the opening is lemato, is in the bottom, towards the bottom. That doesn't make any sense. Cup it up. That's called being with the head turned over. That's not the way things should be made, right? In Irtake, in Orev 9, take a look in Orev 9, the Rebbe brings from the Ralbag. Rei Ralbag Vashoseinu, 
The Deralbach that says clearly not the way it seems from the Rambam's picture. The Rambam the Ralbach says Shuleim their base Letzad Yetzi Osoi Letzad Yetzi Osoi Mikone Amenoiro that the base face the end from which the branch extended from the central part of the Menorah. Right? So it came out from the base, but not facing down. And so too he brings from the Cheskuni, both of those commentators, inside the Cheskuni, inside the Pchor Shor, the base, the both say, Shagvim oyumismalim minashemen keshaner mismale yoisomidai. They say even more. They say that the cups used to be filled with oil when the lamps would be filled and it would overflow, it would fill into those cups. This can obviously only happen if the cup is in what shape? In a shape that the opening is towards is upward. And not downward, then you can contain the oil. And the Rambam on the other end comes and makes a old tziur, and the tziur is clearly about beating copper up, that the face opening of the goblet is facing down. That's the question on the Rambam. The Rebbe adds in Sograim that in generally you're not going to say that the Rambam wasn't so specific. Bifratas, the Rambam is given a daikin bechol inyem bechol prat. The Rambam was usually very, very precise in each and every aspect and detail that you wrote about. Leikt sich nicht klarly zu sagen, als der Rambam le metzayos an die Gwien beoffen offuch. So therefore, it doesn't make any sense to say that the Rambam went and specifically illustrated the Gwien, the goblets, Punkt verkehrt, from their actual positions. And not only do you do it once, and by jedem Gavia, 22 mol, because altogether, how many goblets were there? There were 22 goblets. There was three on each branch. There were six branches. So six times three is 18. Right? And then there was four in the central branch. So there were 22 branches, I'm sorry, goblets. And the Rambam, if you look in the picture again, you see 22 times he went in did the same shape. Obviously shows me it wasn't a copy-paste by the Rambam like we do today. The Rambam went with a pencil and he illustrated every part of it. And to go and to make 22 times a goblet which is opening is towards the bottom, Obviously, begs explanation. This is the if Aleph. The Rebbe continues the if base, and he says, Therefore, it makes more sense to assume that exactly as the Rambam wrote it, straightforward, the explanation is, the Rambam illustrated the goblets in such a fashion, because the Rambam taki holds that that was actually 
the correct position of the goblets on the Menayah. Other mitzada kabole from a melamed to melamed midor ledor, or it came that the Rambam received it as a tradition which went from one teacher to another from generation to generation. Therefore, he knew that that was the shape. Other balazoyet gifunen in a medrash chazal or because the Rambam found it described actually in a medrash, and we don't have that medrash in print, so we don't know the source. But the Rambam had such medrashim that we don't have. Al derech v'migifin bekamu mekoymeris in the Rambam in under Rishonim in Yonim. Was a yermoker is a medrash vekayotze. Was a sheloigil yodenu. We do find by the Rambam, and not only by the Rambam, the other Rishonim also, that they discuss different concept, which their source is actually a medrash, or as other statement of Chazal, and we don't have the medrash with us. But the Rambam did have a medrash like this. So this is the reason why the Rambam actually illustrated that way, in that, because that's the way it was. That is the way it was. It was a tradition. Regarding the idea of tradition, the Rebbe points out in Ora 11, Al derech pirusha The Rambam wrote this famous introduction to the Mishnayas, Budiri explains how the development of Teresh Abalpeh was, of the oral tradition. And the Rambam brings that there are certain things that we follow in Teresh Abalpeh because this is what we received from our fathers who received from their fathers and there was never a discussion or a dispute in any era or in any era in regard to that tradition. He says, for example, the asterisk. There is never a question that the asterisk that we use today was the same asterisk that was used over 3,000 years. The Gemara doesn't discuss maybe the asterisk should be an apple. The Gemara only discusses which pasik and which word in the mitzvah of asterisk supports the asterisk that we use today. But the fact that we use the asterisk, no one ever thought to use anything else. This is called vesoyro. This is called tradition. And that's the way the Rambam also had this tradition. He writes in Ora 11. The Rambam writes, The Ein Shaykh Sofik Mao creates Odor, which is an essay. It's taken every year, so everybody knows what it is. And the Rambam had this tradition. Before that, in Ora 10, is actually a very interesting order. The Rebbe says that the Rambam wrote it specifically in that way. The Rambam met a son. His name was Rebbe Avram, which was a big uh, goen in a Talmud Chochem, in a sage. And he has a, we have a commentary of him written on Chumash. So the Rebbe brings in Ore 10 that V'tzorich Iyun Ktsas B'Perush Rebbe Avram Ben Arambam. The Rambam's son, which was printed in London in our parsha, Pasha Seinushom, which he writes as follows. It was written in Arabic and it's with a targum, with a translation. By the way, the Pirush Mishnais to the Rambam was also written in Arabic and translated. So what does he say? Kois, that the idea of the goblet was similar to a cup, Rochov Milamailo, wide in the in the in, in, in the top, Kotzo Milamato, and narrow in the bottom. That's it. It doesn't illustrate anywhere that there was an opposite cup with the bottom being on top and the, op- the opening being towards the bottom. Which mash maktas kebemefarshin shibora kidemis. It seems that the Avrobin Arambam 
does learn like the Cheskuni, like the Pchor Shoyim, which was mentioned in footnote 9, that it was a receiving, a, a, a receiving cup. But to say that the Ram, Avram ben Arambam argued on his father, especially as we see later in the Sikha, but the different part of the Menayaret, that we see clearly that Avram ben Arambam very strongly supports his father's opinion. But the Rebbe says in this order that that's not necessarily the Rambam's son argues. But rather, when he, when, he, when, he, when he describes the cup, he doesn't tell you where the cup was placed. He only talks about the shape of the cup in general. He doesn't go into what the Rambam actually illustrates the shape of being with the, with the opening towards the bottom. That's what he says, the Yishloimer. Yishloimer, Shetevo Yisraelu, that these words of Avrom and Rambam, Koi Altsuras Koize Alexandri Bechlal, how in general that cup looked like. But was it positioned in a regular way that the base is in the bottom and the opening is on top? Or the opposite? Regarding that shape, I'm sorry, regarding the placement of the cup, it's understood that the Roman Rambam also he was a big chassid of his father, and he owns like his father. The taka, it was positioned in that way. He only explains the shape, the way he explains it, but he doesn't go into the position of it. And that's what the Rambam also appears What happens to the Rambam in Mishneh Torah? What is his opinion there? From the Rebbe, the Rambam does not mention it in Sefer Ayad, in Mishneh Torah. In Sefer Ayad, says the Rebbe, the Rambam doesn't bring other illustrations, which he does bring in his commentary to the Mishnah. Afalpi would be male, that in Oichnito Besifroi, Obviously, if you don't have the illustration in the book of Mishneh Torah, so we are also missing at the same times to see other details which we would have known if the Rambam would have placed an illustration in Mishneh Torah, like we have it in Pirusha Mishnayas, right? So we're missing that part because the Rambam did not put illustrations seemingly in Mishneh Torah. Why Takenat? We can say a few reasons. Mayhem Aleph, number one. Milekatrile is thus, Tsiyurim need given in sein Tochnit von Sifroi Mishneh Torah. From the outset, when the Rambam started working on his, on his work, Mishneh Torah, illustrations was never part of that format in that book called Mishneh Torah. Therefore, there is no illustrations. There wasn't in the plan. There wasn't the agenda of this book. Bayes, another reason could be why there is no illustrations. Alpia Yodua. It is known, Aivifu de Rambam is memaid betachlis bringing besifroi. Zachen vechet anenit mefuresh beshash vekayoitzaboy. There's a famous rule, which is also brought down in Yad Malachi, the Rebbe points out on Ore 12 at Klole Rambam, that the Rambam, in general, does not he avoids to bring in Mishneh Torah anything which is not explicitly written in the Gemara or in other 
Medrashim. So since it's not something which is written clearly, he doesn't bring it. And therefore, to also design a shape which is not fitting in all the details, the Rambam avoid it. Right? That's why he doesn't bring it in Mishneh Torah. Gimel, number three, the Rebbe says, Kamo me'aproti mo'elu z'aniladato init le'iku ve'klal. Ve'oi taimin. Could be that many of those details which are found in the illustrations, the Rambam was holding, they, they, they do not in any way prevent the fulfillment of this mitzvah if you don't have those details. And since they don't hold back the fulfillment of the mitzvah, the Rambam didn't find necessary to mention it in Mishneh Torah in all its details. And it could be there's additional reasons, but this actually gives us an explanation why the Rambam in Mishneh Torah did not write about it, did not ex- made an illustration about it, because that wasn't the job of Mishneh Torah, that's what he did in Pirush HaMishnayis. Very interesting, that there's a order, a footnote in 11 star, which the Rebbe brings and references to something which actually goes, perhaps the opposite, which is written inside. What happened was, this actually goes back after that Sicha, which was um, which was written in um, which is interesting that about a year after the sicha the sicha came out it was the famous Hasid Arav Yeshua Monchain Oliver Sholem who wrote many books and um, and biographies and other important things in uh, regarding Hasidus. And around Hasidus, he wrote an article in the Kfar Chabad magazine, which he pointed out that he found old manuscripts of the Rambam, of the original Mishneh Torah, which the Rambam actually does write shapes and illustrations into a certain halachas, and that supports the Rebbe's opinion which is going to see later in the Sicha, that the Rambam necessarily, specifically, was in the holding that the goblet was in the way it is described in this illustration in Pirush Mishnayas, And the original printers somehow didn't put it in and avoided it, but he brought from a number of very ancient, hundreds of years ago manuscripts, and some of them were also Mugen by the Rambam, that you see clearly that the Rambam did have these illustrations. And this is what the Rebbe brings here in the footnote 11, Oore Lachazman. Let's read it inside. He writes, Shuv Nisparsem Ksavyad, the Sefer Ayad, the manuscript of the Rambam, Veshom Bi'ilcho Besabchir, Peir Legim, Osof Aloche Yud, which he writes, Isa Vezu Itzuroso. And this is his illustration. There's actually a drawing of the menorah, just like in Pirush HaMishnayas, and there too, the way the goblets are, are drawn, are PM Lemato, the base is facing, the opening is facing downwards, and the base towards upward. 
Shebiguv Ksav Yada Rambam, just like the clearly Menorah which we have in the Rambam's handwriting in Pirusha Mishnayas. The branches are also going up straight forward, not circled, as we're going to see later in the Sikha. So this was a major discovery. The Rebbe actually brought it in another Sikha, which he also discusses certain things of the Menorah uh, and the Tzitz, which is the Chelik Chavav, the Kuta Sikhas, the second Sikha of Tzitzava, or the 15, the Rebbe writes... Uh, actually, Irani Chachamechot. Shalachroin on his parsem, and he brings the Xaviad, and the Rebbe references Rehei, Beproteus, Vatsiurim, Bekfar Chabad, Parshestruma, Tavshimem Dalet. The Rebbe is actually referencing to that Chabad magazine. I believe it's probably the only time in the Kutasichas that the Rebbe is referencing to that magazine because that's where the article of Arav Munchain, Oliver Sholem, is we wrote and he, and he discovered this major revelation which gives us further insight that even in Mishneh Torah, the Rambam had the same, uh, the same possession, position. But what is Taked Pshat? This is all telling us that this was the fact. The question is, what is the reason? Right? What's the reason? Let's continue, see if Gimel... The Rebbe Siv Gimel and Alpha Renfert is Mevar the Rambam. This all Taki explains why the Rambam made the shape. Blyb to Bedishaila, Alemai, Zain and the Givim, from the Menera Given, Ibeki Kert, but not even a rob. The question is why? Why indeed are the goblet, what's the reason that the Menera was placed in such a way opposite Dan? Ubifra, the question becomes even allahically more complicated. As me gefind, as the crochet, a mishkon, nom gedav zain, oim dim delech diloson. It says clearly that the beams of the mishkon were required to be standing in the same manner they are growing, which means the base is in the bottom and the, the top of the, of, the, of, the, of, the, of the branch of the wood is upward. That's the way they grow. Atachtel lemato ve'elio lemalo. That's what the Gemara says in Sukkah. Under far learnt menop a klal. It becomes a general principle in regarding to mitzvahs. Tzel brought on the Shulchan Aruch that what that call a mitzvah is kulon ein odom yoytze boen elo derek diloson. A person does not fulfill his obligation of mitzvahs unless they are done the way. The items grows. Which taste? Mm-hmm. Unless they are done in the same way, it has to be the way, the direction their growth. For example, if you hold the lulev, you can't hold the lulev that the point of the lulev is towards the ground and the, the base of the lulev is upward because that's not the way they grow. They grow with the base is attached to the Trunk and it's growing upward. And same thing, the esrog, Derek Dilosan, actually said that even the esrog, if you look at the esrog, it's hanging downward. But it really it grows upward. It's only the, the weight of the esrog kind of pulls it down and so on. So clearly it has to be Derek Dilosan. Interesting in footnote 15, the Rebbe references to Rabbi Yosef Engel 
with Rabbi Yosef Engel, dear brings him a the sukkah, that the Gemara says that when a woman tables in the mikveh, she also has the table in the way that your head is upward and the feet downward, because she is the mitzvah which is being performed by the tvila, and this is the way that So then the question becomes obviously stronger. Why is it that the goblet of the menorah are in the opposite direction of their growth? This is the question, right? What's the reason for it? Answers the Rebbe, the explanation is going to be that we find a similar idea regarding the general concept of the menorah, meaning a similar idea to the opposite goblet, and that's going to give us insight regarding the illustration of the goblet. What do we find regarding the menorah? The Gemara says regarding a menorah, when the menorah menorah is chazal, the Gemara says in menorahs, loy leoiro anitzorich. Hashem says, I don't need that light. Rather, what is the purpose of lighting the menorah? The light is a testimony. It's a testimony that the entire world witnesses that the Rebishter dwells among the Jews. There was the light of the Western candle, which was never extinguished. There were other ideas into the menorah which served as a source of inspiration for the entire world to see that the Rebishter dwells among Israel. The Seist, in other words, mainly what we see from there is that point, that the Eura Menorah is not given to beleuchten the Ort, wo me od gestellt. The light of the Menorah was not intended for the sake of illuminating the area in which you place the Menorah. That wasn't the reason. Which is the Mishka no Mikdash where it stood. Adarab, Dort is There is no need for its illumination with the Gemara Zok. What was it? Noras is given an Eidus lekolboya oilam, Shashchina Shere Beisrol. It was simply a testimony for the entire world, for the inhabitants of the world, that the Rebishter dwells in his presence is among Israel. That is what it says in regard to the Menorah. On my time, for the very same reason, what me gemacht the chaloynos from beis hamikdash in an eifu from heipech from chaloynos tam to point out even further that the beis hamikdash does not need light, but it becomes the source to provide light. We also find in how the way the windows were, were placed within the beis hamikdash, and they were done the opposite way. Of regular windows. What was done opposite way? As the Gemara says, this is actually a Pasik in Malachim Aleph. But here the Pasik says in regarding to the the the, the, the Samigdosh, it says in Malachim, Bayas Labais Kufim Atumim. That there was made for the Besamigdosh windows. Shkufi means opened, Atumi means closed. So what does it mean? Was it opened? Was it closed? What kind of windows was it? Says the Gemara, then what does it mean, Shkufi Matumi? 
שקופים מבחוץ ואטומים מבפנים. That the windows were made in such a way that outside they were closed and from inside they were open. I'm sorry. Outside they were open and from inside they were closed, which means breiter in Dreisen und schmaller in a wenig. That from the outside it was wide and from the inside it was more narrow. What does it mean? So the Mepharshim explained it. The Mepharshim and the Mepharshim are explaining What is the difference between a regular window and, and, and the Bethamigdor's window? A fenster red giboy atazoi, the way you usually, generally, make a window, is that the fenster offenung is innovating breiter vi indreisen. That the window's opening is usually broader outside than, right? I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's broader inside and narrower outside. Why? Because what are you trying to accomplish by a window? You want to bring in the light from outside and it should disperse towards the inside. So therefore you do it in such a way that when you make it a wider window outside, Right? I'm sorry, when you make it narrower outside, in, in the opening, in the part of the wall which brings it into the house, it is wider, and that will disperse the light towards the room. This is in a regular house. The windows in the Besamikdash were exactly the opposite way. Kotsor and Mibifnim. From the inside, they were narrow. They were narrow from within. And they would extend further and becoming broader towards the outside. What was the reason? So Rashi says in Menachas, Rashi Ksavyad, that you want the light to come out of the Eichel, of the Beis HaMikdash, to bring light and to illuminate the entire world. While the Tafkit von Eira Menoira is Eidu Sule Kolboya The purpose of the Menoira light is actually a testimony for the world. And how does the world know that the Rebishter dwells among the Yidin? Because the light shines from inside, outside. And that's what the window shape represented from inward, outward. So this is an explanation in regarding to the Menoiro in general. So the Rebbe, based on that, we can understand also why the goblets were in an opposite manner of a regular goblet. With a copper up. Let's say, see if Dalet. That's going to give us the explanation in regarding to the, to the what? To the goblets. As he brings first, what was the purpose of the goblets? The illustration of the goblets, the, the, what the goblets allude to, so the Rebbe brings from the Rabbeinu Bechaye. The Rebbe in our Parsha, and so it's also brought down in the Rikanti on this Parsha, is mevail the remes in the Gvim from the Menorah. 
explain what is the goblet symbolizing. So he says as follows. Agavia is a cliche yeshloi base kibble. A goblet is a vessel that had a this kibble, a place to receive, right? A receptacle to receive. Vehu mashke umarve. From that receivable part of the menor, of the goblet, then you mashke, you irrigate, and you nourishing that which is being drank from that gavia. In other words, when you look at a goblet, what do you see? It receives, right? It receives, that's what you put in the wine, and that's called beskibble, and then you take that goblet as a purpose number two. It's not just to receive. To receive, you can have barrels, bottles, it receives in order to mashke, in order to give someone else to drink from, in order to be marve, to nourish someone else from their drink. Says the Rabbeinu Bechaye, this is a remez of the Galgalim, sheheim mekablim koichoisel yoinim, umashpim koyach beoilom ashofel. So this goblet in the Menoiro, Everything in the Beis Amikdash was alluding to higher spheres and to higher worlds and to spiritual accomplishments. Said Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar that this is an allusion to the Galgalim, to the orbits, which also receive their power from the higher realms, but at the same time, they are also sharing and pouring that power into the lower worlds. But the adgoshe in them is the ashpoe mi'alien la'ashofel, mashkiu marvet. The primary function of the cup is emphasizing that it is to provide from the lofty to the to the lower ones, to the lowly, mashkiu marvet. As he also points out. In Ore 23, he brings to the Roshna Rekanti. The Rekanti says, The main reason for receiving is in order to provide. You should be able to drink from. It doesn't say, The Bechai writes actually, they receive, and then you can count it as its own task, and then they also provide. The Rikanti says, Mekablim Leashpia. The, the whole idea of the of the of the of the cup, the primary function of the cup is simply to Leashpia. As he continues, the Ikatafkis from Akos state nit in Zaina Klikibo. The primary function of a cup is not it should just be a receiving aspect are receptible. That's not what you need a cup for. For that, he continues, this is the function of a barrel, or like a barrel. Where you hold there, you can, and you keep there wine and water, etc. A koisober, what is a cup? Is a kumt on you take the water which is contained there, the cup was filled with water or wine from the barrel, 
or from a spring, from a mayon, put in a barrel, and then you fill up the cup, which the cup is to irrigate and to nourish a person's drinking. As he brings in, uh, in Ore 25, when Yosef is looking for the lost goblet, and he tells the Yudas Gavia, again pointing out that, that it all has to do with the drink. So Vimela, what is the Rebbe's emphasis here? That that's what a cup is. A cup is not to be kept, to be considered something, to keep something, of receiving something, which is one aspect in a cup, but mainly the cup is to fill it in order to provide and to give it and to benefit from it. So, if that's what the goblet of the Menorah represents, that not to himself, but rather to provide to others, so that fits with what Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says, what the general idea of the Menorah was to illuminate the world out there, not inward, but outward. As he continues, Kumtois, as the Biur Anal from Bechaye is Masim mit Maimer Azal Anal, fits with the Gemorah and the Menorahs, Ben but it says, I don't need the light, Hashem says, nor Edusil, a it's a testimony that I am dwelling among the Jewish people as the Tafkid from Oira Menoira. What is the purpose of the Menoira? Is need in a manitzorich kibble. Is not that I need the light, I require, representing I receive. But rather, no, it's a light in the world to illuminate the world outside. To bring and to give and to influence the lower world. That's what the Menorah was. That was the windows of the Besamikdash. And that's what the cups of the Menorah represented also. That's what they allude to. Mekablim, they receive in order to give. In that case, that the Rebbe brings it together now, that's going to give us Pshat. Now we're going to understand the illustration of the Rambam very beautifully. That the opening is towards the bottom. Let's see it inside. Alpize is Yuvin. That's going to explain us. Why is it that the goblets are in a way that their mouth faces downward, their base is upward, but their mouth is downward? Then they give him an inside valley to let them kibble. At the time when a goblet is used, at least temporarily, for the sake of containing. Receiving, like Bishas or Kiddish Alakois, like an example when you say Kiddish, is a Matzev. Then what is the what is the position of the of these cups? Pn lemailo v'shulein lemato. Right? Then their mat is upward and their base is downward. Because only then you can contain the wine. Then what also the mashka. Then you can contain it. Like the Cheskuni said earlier, regarding the cups, the garbage of the menorah, they contain the oil which was overflowing from the, from the, from the, from the, from the, from the menorah on top. This is if we use a goblet for receiving. But since, what is the goblet's purpose? 
The whole idea is to be to give, to provide this other Therefore, the amount is downward. I'm pouring. That's my purpose. And the base is upwards. You turn over the cost. Because you have an interest that the liquid should flow from it down. That's the whole idea of the menorah, to give, to provide. Right? So that's why the cup is facing downward. Just like it's a regular cup and you turn it over because you want to shower the liquid out. Similarly, in our Indian, from the Migdosh, what is the purpose of the Menorah? To bring illumination to Boye Oilom, to the inhabitants of the world, which are spiritually, obviously, to bring light and energy into the lowly worlds. Therefore, is the goblet shape of the menorah positioned in a way that the mouth is downward, only the base is upward. Just like the Besamikdash windows, but also in a similar way, open and closed, which meaning they were open towards the outside and closed towards the inside. Opposite from a window in the house that you bring in light, here is you where give out light. So beautifully fits. The illustration of the Rambam is not by coincidence. That's exactly what the Menorah was, and that's the purpose of the Menorah. Just uh, two others before we continue. In Ore 24, regarding the, the whole idea of the goblet of Akos is not just to receive. So the Rebbe writes, Lekois. So it says Uchsides, that a gavia, a goblet, is bigger than a cup, and from the goblet is what you pour into the cup, which means that the goblet is actually representing a receiving aspect. And a cup is, re- a, a, the goblet is receiving a, a, a receiving aspect, which you put in the cup, the cup is like representing that you pour into, you pour into, and you're going to drink from. So you're drinking from the cup, not from the goblet. And here he says that the goblet is to drink from, right? The mekabel. I'm sorry, again. Here he says that the whole idea of the gavia is to pour, right? And in some places it says that the gavia is to all the wine. You pour it from the cup. So he brings the kois to sfiras amalchus inyone mekabel. A kos represents malchus. In his firas, Malchus usually represents the receiver, and here you're talking about them being a giver. So the Rebbe says that he can also explain it, because in Malchus there is also these two aspects. Malchus serves Sai as a receiver and Sai as a giver. He receives from the spheres above it. That's why he's called Yam. Yam, everything is being poured into it. And at the same time, he's 
presenting energy and light to the spheres below it, to the worlds below it. That's why it's called Eretz, land, like a, a land sprouts. So that's what he says. Avaloesh b'malchus yesh beis in yonim kayedua mekabeles miasphere shelemaylo mimenu. It receives from the spheres above it. And number two, beis mashpia boilo meshelemato mimenu, and it provides also to the worlds below it. In Oret twenty-five. He brings the Bekamo Mekremis Mevuer, Shegivim and Gdoili Meakois. Goblets are bigger than a cup, a goblet is like a barrel. Meagavia, Mezgimetecha Kois. Mimkain, Loike Plutisha Mikro, but the Postic actually says by Yosef that he drank from the goblet. It seems that the goblet is not just a place of drinking, it's, a, it's containing, and then you pour it into a cup, but you're going to drink from that cup. But either way, says the Rebbe, it still fits with what we are speaking over here because ultimately you're using the goblet to pour into a cup. So the goblet is being used to pour, not only to receive. Basically, a goblet is not like a barrel, which is meant to receive. As he explains, that you pour from it. But like a chavi, it's not like a barrel, like a yitzaboy shebo oitzrim yain that you actually store wine in it. And he brings from the tzamach tzedek, and also from the mitzvah lerebbe. In a maimer begins with the words gavia kesef, sheagavia ube yesod zo. Gavia is in sfiras ayesod, asheru moker amashpia leprinas akoy sheru amalchus. Cup represents malchus. The goblet is yesod, which is the main element of mashpia in the Midas, which is above Malchus, which is Kemoshe Megavia Shreifchim Leakois. Vesham Mefurash came in again Legavia Menoiro, which basically tells us clear that they were serving as a source of giving, not only of receiving, and that's what the real goblet of the year, as we said, is what it is, um, what is representing the giving aspect, and that's why they illustrate it in such a way.